Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. Today, I have a very special guest with us. I have Francis with the Global Gaming Guild. Hey there. Hey there, everybody. Yeah, my name is Francis, and it's a pleasure to meet with you, Bradford. Absolutely. So, Francis, why don't you go ahead and just begin by telling us a little bit about yourself and your organization? Yeah, so... Um, I actually am a community manager for my uh, Facebook group called the Global Gaming Guild. I started about like two years ago. Um, before it actually underwent the under a different name, it's called the Global uh, Esports uh, Gaming Community. And then um, it just kind of like it started off as like a way to kind of advertise this uh, uh, esports uh, get together type of deal where I wanted to host a uh, uh, tournaments and um you know i actually it, there's a, like a long story behind it where i was um actually trying to get a bunch of gamers together to uh organize an event for uh, call of duty uh that was like the first game i had in mind um back when it was like really hyped up and i wanted to get everyone into um a tournament so what i did was i went around um i went to an anime convention down in rosemont called uh MA Central or ASIN. And I went and I just cold approached everybody in um the there was like this one gaming uh event. Um like I think it was like a little section over at um the Donald Stephenson convention. And I went and cold approached everybody. So uh you know I was able to get at least like 35 people interested okay. into um joining my event. And so uh I also struck up uh you know, a, a deal with uh, another venue, which is called um, the Gaming Goat. It's like a card card company, and uh, so I, I barred their venue so I could I could be able to organize the tournament. And then uh, I, you know, so I I, set, I had set for like May May thirtieth. Uh, that's when the event was supposed to hit, take place, and I had everything set up. I had like the Xboxes and the the Call of Duty games uh, all set ready to go, and then the only thing was that, so you know, um, it didn't pan out the way I wanted it to because, um, <laughs> you know, I meant um, no one came, so uh, you know, I had everything set up. I actually ordered food even just to kind of like get everyone interested, and then so it it didn't turn out the way. It didn't turn out the way I wanted it to. So in the end, um, after that bomb, so I decided to um, kind of shift focus from uh, promoting an esports tournament over to just like building the community uh, on an online, just like online focused. So, you know, I, I, I grew it from like, I think like around 200 to over a thousand members now. Yeah, and that's so, absolutely fantastic. You know, in, in just two years, you were able to grow it to a thousand people. Now, before I kind of really get into that, I want to ask you the same question I ask every other guest on my show. So on a scale of one to 10, 10 being high, how weird are you, Francis? Uh, you know, I believe everyone has their own idiosyncrasy. So um, I would say that I'd probably be a five. I mean, I'm not really that weird. <laughs> at least I don't think I am, you know, but um, I try to at least 
be as normal as possible. <laughs> I love it. I love that answer. You know, oftentimes gamers will come on and they'll be like, I'm easily a 12 because I play Call of Duty. I'm like, that doesn't make you weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, this is the gamerpreneur. So I, I would like to get your gaming cred first if we can. And then I want to learn kind of about your community because I, it really struck me when I first learned about it. It's, it's a non-toxic community. It's an accepting community. And that's something you don't really see too often. So I want to get to that. But first, I want to talk about you if we can. So when did sure. you first start playing video games? I started when I was six years old. Uh, what happened was, um, like, at a time, um, my family and I, we went over to Canada to visit some family and friends. And I actually had an older cousin who lent me his Game Boy. And I remember the first two games I got interested in were uh, Nemesis and Super Mario Land. And that opened my world. You know, I just became so engrossed in this, like, little device that where you could just move and interact with like little images and i was just fascinated by it so and then next thing i knew you know i asked my grandma if i could have one bought for me and so i, I kind of asked her like repeatedly until she kind of caved in and she bought like i think it was like during my birthday um my seventh birthday when um she actually let a little surprise um on the couch and then i saw like a little get present on the couch and then i open up it's like oh my god it's a game boy and i just got really excited it's like the best day of my life that's wonderful <laughs> although i have to say you know super mario land that was a bear of a game to play <laughs> oh yeah yeah it, it was a really awesome game um that was probably like one of my first loves uh i just you know i, I probably played it so many times that i knew like every single level by heart and i knew the music and you know, it, it just, I mean, it, it holds a special special place in my heart, so. Oh, absolutely. I, even as you were talking about it, I have, like, the music, do, 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 like, going through my head right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, how, um, how old were you when you first played the game? Oh, Super Mario Land? I've, I don't remember what year the Game Boy came out, but it would, probably would have been maybe, like, I would have been, like, three, three or four. Really? Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah, definitely. Um, I started on the NES myself, and I, I do remember the Game Boy, and I think it was too big for my hands when I first got it, because, you know, when you're a little kid, this thing was, like, ginormous. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it was. It was kind of, like, a little hefty, too, but, um, yeah, at the same time, I mean, I it was just, like, a big part of my childhood. You know, like, I had so many games. I used to take it with me on uh, during, like, family trips and vacations. Uh, and um, and a huge like, stack of batteries because that thing just sucked those batteries dry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I especially remember uh, during the times when it was like nighttime and I used to turn the light on, you know, like back in the day um, when, you know, um, your handhelds didn't have like backlit screens. So I kind of had to, um, you know, I, I just had to like be able to um, play it, kind of adapt to like the lighting conditions and stuff. Oh, absolutely. I remember, you know, driving in the car in the back seat where my parents were driving. You got the Game Boy and you got to see by like the street lights as they go by, right? Like, ah, oh, I could do something. <laughs> Otherwise, it was like, yeah. ah, like, ah, I can't see anything. <laughs> I remember it all too well. <laughs> all right. Um, so what do you play now? Uh, what do I play? Well, um, 
I've actually been going back to playing Minecraft a bit. Um, it's just a game that I can always come back to and relax. You know, like <laughs> I especially like playing survival mode, uh, just because like it kind of like ties in with this current situation. It's like where everyone's in survival mode, basically, kind of like hoarding stuff. I mean, well, I'm not that I'm a hoarder myself, but you know, it kind of plays into that um, behavior. So, um, I mean, it's just. I don't know. I, I love the game. So Absolutely. it's just something I, I can always come back to over and over again. You know, it blows my mind that people are still playing Minecraft like as much as they are. Cause I was, I played it like six years ago and like, I was really into it. People were really into it back then. It's like, people are still playing this one game, but I guess it's, it's essentially <laughs> Legos. So that never goes out of style. Oh yeah. Yeah. It kind of brings out the inner kid in you. I mean, I just love, um, I'll go on YouTube and I'll just like look up like all the creations people build and I'll try to kind of um, emulate that. I'll try to copy what they've designed and incorporate into my own uh, map. Oh, sure. All right. So, um, Francis, what is it you do like uh, in real life? You know, what's, what's your profession? My profession? Well, um, right now it's not gaming related. Um, I actually run a landscaping business. Uh, also yeah. window cleaning. I do window cleaning on the side. And Actually, I haven't been doing it too long. I actually started like last year, right around um, July. And uh, I've been slowly building up my clientele and just uh, advertising around the neighborhood, um, asking people if they need lawn care or their windows clean. And that's been kind of a way to kind of you know establish my living. And that's fantastic. Like you are the, the perfect definition of a gamerpreneur. You're an entrepreneur who plays games. And the mission of this show is to prove or to disprove that myth that gamers are lazy, unmotivated basement dwellers, that they just sit there all day, just playing their games rather than going out there and making stuff happen. And like, you're, you're fantastic. You're doing it. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, I still feel like I have a long way to go um, as far as, because like what I want to do really is just, um, I've always had this thing in the back of my mind of wanting to open my own uh, e network gaming center. And that's always been my first thing. Like uh, that, that was the whole basis behind starting my uh, Facebook group, the Global Gaming Guild was um, I wanted to kind of lay the groundwork for starting my network gaming center and just having this venue where all the gamers can come about and just um, congregate and socialize and while playing video games with each other. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about your, um, your Facebook group for a second. So you kind of gave us the backstory on how you started it, but what is the community like? What's the culture like there? Uh, well, so yeah, um, everyone there for the most part, um, I try to make everyone as welcoming and friendly as possible. Um, you know, like attracts like. So ideally the kind of people I like in my group are those who are very easygoing, um, they're not really concerned with uh, console wars or arguing over which console's better or trying to shame other people for being involved in certain things like cosplay, you know, or shaming female gamers or just like anything negative. I, I try to um, eliminate that within my group, you know, so try to make it like a very easygoing community where people feel welcome and invited. Okay, now, is that a lot of work doing that? Do you have to like wrangle all these people or has, have you just developed the community so that it just doesn't even happen? 
Well, actually, I just kind of established my rules up front. So uh, when people join my group, I just tell them up front like what my group is about and what I will accept and not accept. And people right away, they, they'll either join or not join, you know, if it's something to their liking. And for the most part, it's not too much maintenance um, at the moment. So that kind of um, makes it easy for me as well as the other admins and moderators who I have on my team. Okay. Now, did you ever expect your group to get as big as it has? Because, I mean, a thousand people, there's people out there like, oh, I got this many. But, you know, a thousand people is a lot of people, and especially in a Facebook group. So did you expect it to go so quickly? I, well, you know, actually it took a time for me to build up. And, uh, well, what I did uh, on how I grew it was I just basically joined other groups and I was sending messages to people like, random people asking if they could join my group. And it kind of, it was something I practiced like on a near daily basis. And that's how I was able to build my group. And then sometimes I had friends, like if they were seeing what my group was about and they were enjoying the content and what I was putting out, then they would sometimes invite their friends. And that's how the group kind of gradually grew on its own. And uh, sometimes uh, I was also like doing a, I don't know if you ever heard Quora, yeah. But um, sometimes uh, people ask like about the non-toxic communities, like they'll ask them the questions and then I'll fill them out. And then that's when I'll talk about my group. And, you know, like even now I'm actually getting people from Quora um, that were able to find my group through that site. So it's kind of interesting where people come from. Absolutely. That's, that's actually a very unique way of doing the advertising for a group. You don't really hear anybody talking about Quora. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I found out through YouTube, uh, I'm always looking at videos on how to uh, market. Uh, that's also one of my other passions is marketing, but just to kind of like put your name out there and let people be aware of what you're about. Certainly. Are, are you marketing in any other ways? Marketing? Uh, I've marketed on Craigslist before. Um, that has gotten me a few people also. Um, I've also advertised on Instagram. Uh, that's also like my, one of my other driving sites where I'm able to get um, other members to join my Facebook group. And then also vice versa. You know, I'll also have, sometimes I have people from my Facebook group join my Instagram. And then I have my own little community there. It's not as big. I only have like maybe around 700 people right now. But I'm kind of hoping to expand it more and be able to... Uh, at the same time, use the platform where I could advertise my merch and whatnot. So you do have stuff for sale. What do you sell? Uh, right now, I sell T-shirts and uh, mugs. At the moment, uh, I'm just—I actually sold four T-shirts uh, recently. I actually had um, one of my buddies. His girlfriend is a graphics designer, and she designed a Spire the Dragon T-shirt uh, just like a couple of weeks ago, and. We were able to get four sales in like in the first day that uh, the t-shirt went live. Uh, by the way, the t-shirt's on Teespring. So um, it's really nice. It's a print-on-demand site where you could basically start anything from scratch with zero investment up front. And, you know, all you have to do is just do the marketing. And then um, they'll take care of everything else, like everything from the shipping to the customer service and everything. Fantastic. All right. So uh, where do you see your, your group going in the future? Where's this brand going for you? 
I'm kind of hoping where I could be able to get sponsored. Um, I've heard of other groups being able to get sponsored from other brands. And uh, so um, that's what I'm kind of hoping to do in the future, as well as maybe like kind of create like a, a brick and mortar version of the Global Gaming Guild. You know, like, like I was talking about earlier with my gaming network center idea and just be able to have gamers congregate and meet and just socialize and be able to game with each other. Fantastic. All right. So I'm going to talk about you again for a second. We can't pull back from your group. Um, sure. What unique skills do you think you have that have been able to get you kind of to be able to create this group, to be able to help you start this business of yours? You know, what, what makes you different from other people? Uh, well, first off, um, I consider myself a pretty easygoing guy. Um, I love getting to know people and just being able to build relationships and also, um, another thing is um, I love networking and, um, excuse me, I love uh, having people to connect with each other. So if I find someone that likes something and then another person who likes something similar and then um, I, I like to kind of bridge them together and to form new relations. And, you know, so I'm kind of like a matchmaker of sorts, which is something else I really enjoy doing, you know, and um as a matter of fact, I have a little story where um, actually I had one guy um, before he was a moderator for my group. And then um, I actually hired someone for my group, um, another moderator. And um, they were both living like entirely different states. Um, my friend, he actually lived um, not too far from me. He lived in Oakland. And then this other girl, um, she lived in Arizona. And then one day, um, they message each other. Um, I think it was like some help with some uh, horror assignment for school. And then they started talking and next thing you know, they were gaming with each other. And then um, I didn't find out until like a little later that they were dating uh, at least um, long distance. And so uh, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh my God, that's so cool, you know? And they were seriously considering meeting up with each other. And at the time, I actually took a trip to Colorado. And then um, I think it was like not a week after that they decided to meet up with me there. So it was like kind of like a, a union of sorts where we all met with each other at the same time at Colorado. And uh, we ended up having coffee and we were eating, dining out. And it was also their first time meeting up with each other. So it was cool. We were all getting to know each other. Um, not like you were a third wheel or anything, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, they, uh, I, I mean, like it went really well. Um, we also, I also had another buddy, um, who met up with us there, um, shortly after, after, and we had this like little, you know, camaraderie going on and it, it was really nice. Um, we had a lot of fun. We actually went out, uh, snowboarding um you know for like i think the fun weekend and um we did all kinds of fun things we were gaming we were like kind of going out uh, to different places checking out like gaming shops and whatnot so it was really cool okay fantastic so now i'd like to ask you if i can 
if you could go back, you know, two years in the past when you were first starting up your Facebook group and you could talk to little Francis and you go, little Francis, I have some advice for you that'll make the next two years just go way better than it did for me. What would you say? Uh, I would tell him probably to uh, maybe um, try to network more, I guess, um, because I feel like I didn't do enough of that before. And I think that's what kind of stunted my growth. Um, and uh, because like, like they say, your net worth, your network is your net worth. So um, if you know the right kinds of people, then that could really take you far. Absolutely. Okay. Um, now say somebody is just starting up a Facebook group for the first time. Maybe they don't quite know what direction to take it, but they just hit that button, started a group, and now they're like going for it. What advice would you have for somebody brand new? Uh, I would say uh, join as many groups as possible and then try to, um, you know, give value, um, contribute to the group and then get to know some of the people there. And if you find a few people that kind of, um, you know, where you share, hold similar values or you enjoy the same things, then, you know, you can pitch them to join your group and then, you know, also ask them if they know other people that might be interested in your joining your group. And, you know, that that's how you kind of gradually build from the ground up. And I was able to build organically that way. And, um, you know, that's basically all I did because, um, Otherwise, I didn't know any other method to really grow. I mean, at the time uh, when I first started, I had no idea what I was doing. So um, I just basically sent everyone like random invites via messenger asking if they'd be interested in joining. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Um, you were saying give value. What does it mean to give value? How do you give value in a gaming Facebook group? Uh, give value? Uh, I just uh, create content. I share something that's interesting, whether that's... Uh, like a news article that I find interesting or I share artwork, uh, memes generally. Um, that's what kind of, um, people like, you know, people like to laugh. So I try to add humor whenever possible. And, um, also uh, I'll ask open-ended questions just to kind of get to know people, you know, and, and um, I, I mean, I, I do, I throw all sorts of things just to kind of get people talking. Okay, wonderful. Now, um, I'd like to kind of pull back a little bit more, talk about you. Now, we've talked about, you know, what you've done and what you've built and how you're growing. If I can, I'd like to ask uh, something that's kind of humbling question. And what's something that you have failed at? What's something I failed at? Uh, well, for example, um, there was one time where I tried to, uh, you know, going back what I was saying earlier about um, when I started to um, build my uh, esports uh, gaming event, um, the Call of Duty thing, and I, uh, you know, at the time I, I just had no idea how to organize an event, so I was just trying to see what made the most sense to me. Um, so uh, I was just trying to um, get people interested, and you know. I mean, I even threw like a bunch of like uh, free things. Like I was giving out free pizza. Um, I was, you know, giving out free invitations and whatnot. And I still couldn't get people interested in it. So, um, and then, so I started asking like some of the people who've thrown events before, like what should I do the next time to make it more successful? And they told me that 
um, maybe if you had people pay in advance, then that might get them more committed to coming to the event. Otherwise, they probably wouldn't care. So that's something I learned. Um, that's I actually want to do something like that again. Um, I haven't done it in a while, and so, but that's something I want to do in the future, as far as uh, throwing an event. Wonderful. Well, thank you for that. Now, uh, Francis, how do people find you? Where is the Global Gaming Guild? Like, how do they get you on social? Where is it? Uh, It's on Facebook. And uh, people can uh, join just by looking up on Facebook. And that's how they find the group. Uh, We also have a presence on uh, Instagram. Um, I also have one actually on uh, YouTube as well. Um, My friend's actually managing it. Um, it's still very small, um, hasn't gained much traction, but uh, we're hoping that we could uh, create more content for it in the future. Um, my friend actually uh, creates music. Um, he plays um, tunes from like famous uh, Nintendo games mostly. And um, that's kind of how we're trying to draw more people in is uh, through his music also. So he's kind of been helping me on that front very as nice. well. Okay. Well, Francis, I really do appreciate you coming on with us today. And as before we wrap this up, is there anything else you'd like to talk about or anything I didn't ask you think we need to cover still? Uh, well, actually, uh, no, I think um, I'm pretty much satisfied with what we have um, talked about. So I, I, I really appreciate the honor of being on your show. And, um, you know, it's been a pleasure um, just trying to, um, get to know you as well a little bit, you know, having reached out to you on Instagram and, you know, being able to, uh, you know, watch all your content and just being inspired, actually. You know, it was very interesting, like all the people you've interviewed and I just um, really enjoyed it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And the honor is mine. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate it. All right, everybody, Francis with the Global Gaming Guild, please go check them out. Their group is amazing. It's absolutely non-tostic, non-judgmental. It's a wonderful little community. All right, and on that note, gamerpreneurs, I'm going to say you all take care. All right, thank you. Hey, if you like this podcast, I'd love to invite you to check out a little bit more about me, Dr. Bradford Carlton, the Gamerpreneur. If you go to my website, www.thegamerpreneur.com slash bonus, I'm going to give you a free copy of my book, The Warcraft of Business, where I explain my history in both gaming and business and how I brought the two together in order to create some very successful companies and help a lot of people. And all you got to do is pay for shipping and processing, and I'll send you this book. I absolutely know you're going to love it. All right. You all take it easy.